bras and hoops, Lamar and swoops, back alley cats, the back door cuts with alley oops, posting up, you on block or mic and booth and kick it out to one who likes to shoot, oh yeah, said we merging them, got 50 with a surgeon and some throwbacks like Snoop Dogg with Magic Irvin's and some more in like Master P and Dr. Irvin playing on how about maybe a little Wayne speaking on bird back then, bars and hoops y'all, we hitting up all courts, but now with the sports talk, next we talk all sports, back to it. Got Jada and Jamal Croft, haters get crossed out, crossed up across all actual facts, points of view that you've never seen from your favorite artists like talking about Gerald Green or Gerald Wallace, whoever's on your favorite team, L I mean on the verse and still be great on the name for being H. Drake's opinion on spates, one synopsis of Blake, tip on Horford's fate, the facts be giving them straight, the truth they shitting on tape, who sports snakes for a take, so true or you can debate on who you really done rate, come through it really be great, the true the fact like a state, AAM on Prime 8, please remember, bars and hoops, the center of the hood, make it part of your agenda. Bars and hoops, stills the great. Today, my co-host is Leek, a.k.a. Peace God. What's going on, people? Peace God. <laughs> What's happening? Nothing, nothing. Slow motion, man. Slow motion? Word, man. Before we get into everything, man, what you thought about that fight last night, man? I think that was the best fight of the year. That was the best fight of the best year? Best fight of the year. Yeah, it was it was definitely a good fight, Very man. entertaining, man. Yeah, that was the first time I seen Andre Ward really get tested, and he actually got dropped last night. By dead on. By dead on. We're dead on rights and hard lefts. But, you know, he definitely, um, you know, he, he showed resilience. I think at best that, you know, it should have definitely been a draw. You know, at best, I don't think that he deserved to win it. And a lot of people didn't think that he deserved to win it. What do you think? I don't know, man. He came back in the last six rounds. I, I give him the edge. That's me. You, but you I'm just saying the last fan. six I'm, rounds? I give him that. Andre Ward, I'm a big fan of him. So. Wow. Damn, that's big. The last six. That mean that... I got it 114-113. 114-113? Wow. That, that, that's interesting, man. That's that's an interesting... Everybody got their own opinion. No, nah, that's a fact. That's a fact, man. But, you know, he showed the resilience of a champion. You know, hopefully he fights him again. He didn't sound like he was too convinced on fighting him again. You nah, know, he was saying that he going to fight him again. But, you know, we will see. You know, he moved up in weight. That was that was a big accomplishment, moving up in weight and boxing at a weight that you're not normally accustomed to boxing and holding your own. You know, he showed the heart of a lion, man. And, and you know, Definitely who knows did. what's gonna happen next, you know? Yeah, but um moving into today's into today's agenda, man, I wanted to kind of touch on a lot of stuff that been going on throughout the week, man. You know, first first I want to get to, you know, this Phil Jackson. Posse comment, man. What do you think? What do you think about that, man? What do you think about the posse, man? The posse comment, man. Oh, that's how you know what it is. Phil Jackson doesn't like LeBron. Yeah, that's a fact. He loves MJ, loves Kobe. I'm yeah. not even gonna say he loves Kobe, but Kobe's his man too. That's a fact. And LeBron is doing so much big things in in the NBA and outside the NBA. Yeah. That people really hate that guy. Yeah, that's a fact. You know what I mean, they really hate that guy. That's a fact, man. I, I kind of think that um. LeBron kind of overreacted to it. You know, Phil do need to mind his business sometimes. He got bigger problems to worry about, like the Knicks and the Bermuda Triangle or whatever rectangle, whatever they running. running, He need to worry about them. But I think that LeBron kind of was like um, referring to the first time Phil Jackson actually used posse when, 
you know, speaking on his name. And a lot of people didn't really touch on it, but I'm just gonna go back. This was um, this was from a um, a part of his book, you know, Phil Jackson's book, where he wrote about his time with the Los Angeles Lakers. And um, part of the book, he basically mentioned LeBron, and um, he said something like this: "It had to hurt when when they lost LeBron. You know, that was definitely a slap in the face. But there were a lot of little things that came out of what when LeBron was playing with the Heat." Then he went to Cleveland, and he wanted to spend the night. They don't do overnights. Teams just don't do it. So now Coach Eric Spolstra has a, te- has a text Pat Riley and say, what do I do in this situation? And Pat, who has the Iron Fish rules, answers, you're on the plane. You're with this team. You can't hold up the whole team because you and your mom and your posse wants to spend an extra night in Cleveland. <laughs> he said, it's posse. He said, I always thought that Pat uh, that Pat had this really nice vibe with his guys, but something happened there when it broke down. I don't know LeBron. like I do know that LeBron likes special treatment, but he needs things his way. That was via ESPN in an interview that they did early, well, this past week. Um, but the first comment that Phil ever made, he basically said in the Cleveland game, I was impressed with LeBron James who has made strides since we played the Cavs during exhibition season. Yet, as talented as the kid definitely appears to be, I don't believe he or any 19-year-old should be playing in the NBA. Hater. He's a hater. He's With a that hater. comment, that's He's what really hater. ticked LeBron off, and I think that's what, that's what LeBron really was reacting to. But he goes as far as to even say this. He said, I don't believe that he or any 19-year-old should be playing in the NBA. These young men grow so dependent on their cars and their posses who fetch their cars and their girls that they can't possibly develop into mature, self-sufficient human beings. One day, I'm convinced, we'll find out the true extent of the psychological damage that's being caused. And that was via ESPN's own Michelle Nichols. And that was from an excerpt from Phil Jackson's book, The Jump. The book is about the 2004 Lakers. Now, that to me sounded more of like a racist undertone than, you know, the posse comment that, you know, Phil made about um, LeBron the other day. What's your take on that after hearing that? He's definitely a hater. <laughs> he's a hater. He, he's definitely a hater. At the end of the day, Kobe came out at 18. Yeah. He said none of those comments about him. That's a fact. Why about LeBron? Yeah. Because he's doing big things outside the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to evolve. Yeah. But the part that got me is he said that. <laughs> he said these young men grow so dependent on their cars and their posses who fetch their cars and their girls. Like, yeah. He could have used any any other word. <laughs> yeah. Would have been even better. Yeah, but how do you say fetch? Like, they dogs. They Like, these young men are dogs fetching the food for the man or something like that. So I think that's kind of like more what, what LeBron was reacting to in regards to Phil Jackson and his comments because it is borderline offensive. And I guess LeBron just reacted with the racial undertone to kind of tell Phil to fall back and mind your business and don't talk about me. Like, I'm not on the Knicks team. I think you need to move on and don't worry about me. I'm good over here. You know what I mean? For real. But moving on, you know, that was just something that we wanted to address. But moving on to, you know, the regular season, you know, I'm going to talk about the four hottest teams right now in the NBA. And, you know, 
there's some real hot teams out there. Some a couple of surprises, you know, a couple of sleepers that I didn't expect to do as well as what they're doing, but they're out here doing their thing. Um, what do you, what's your take on the Los Angeles Clippers? Right now Man. they're twelve and two. The Clippers are a great team uh-huh. on paper. On paper. Once they get to the playoffs, uh-huh. it's always a different story. <laughs> it's always a different story. Yeah, right. They front runners, right? Yeah. Yeah, they be front running. You know what but I mean? They're, they're a great team. Chris, nah. Paul, Chris Paul makes them a great team, but then his attitude kind of kills them. His attitude? Elaborate on that. What do you mean by his attitude? Every time we get deep into the playoffs or towards the end of the season, uh-huh. he's always yelling at Blake Griffin. Yelling at the rest of the teammates. That's passion, though. That's passion. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with passion, but uh-huh. you can tell it breaks them up. It breaks you know the team I mean? up. It breaks them up sometimes. Yeah. You can tell when they play. Yeah. Yeah. But they're a great team, but they're going nowhere fast. They're going nowhere, <laughs> going fast. nowhere fast. Yeah, but so far, they started out the season, you know, 12 and 2. They look like the beast in the West. You know what I mean? A big key to what they're doing this year is, you know, Blake Griffin actually finally came into the season healthy. It's no setbacks. He's never really started the season on time. Last year, he beat up the water boy or something like that, broke his hand <laughs> the year before that. Yeah, frustration. The year before that, he tore his knee up before the season, and he didn't get the chance to start the season on time. But this year, he started the season on time, and they're actually looking like a good team. But like you said, you know, a lot of the times they do well in the um, regular season, and come playoff time, they fold like a beach chair. And you know, hopefully that that changes this year because I don't want to see OKC, I mean uh, Golden State in the finals, and I hope that the Clippers can finally pull it together. But it may not happen. You, you, it may not. I know I'm a hater. A I'm a hater. Yeah, I'm a Golden State hater. They still a great team, man. They man. play together. That's what man. we need in the league to play together. All that offense, man. No defense. I don't think they're gonna last, man. It sounds good. It sounds good. <laughs> they coming. Yeah. They coming yeah. for all the haters, and KD's yeah. gonna drop 50 every trip. KD's gonna drop every what? Wow. Every you see what he did to Westbrook? I mean, hey, you know, Westbrook was frustrated, man. That man played with a lot of, uh, he played with a lot of emotions, man. And um, sometimes it gets the best of him, and that game, it got the best of him. I can't wait till they play them at OKC when KD comes back home, how the crowd is gonna treat him, and how Russell Westbrook is gonna treat them, because I know he's looking for payback. Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah. I think Westbrook just needs control in his game. Yeah, that's a fact. He needs that's to pace a fact. himself. Yeah. No one want to turn it on, no yeah. one want to turn it off. Yeah, yes, indeed. He's just on every time. Yeah, he every just, time you know, going. Go, go uh-huh. on 10, on 100, all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, you know, back to the Clippers, man. The most improved thing that I've seen with them this year so far is their defense. You know, they are playing defense. They've been holding, you know, 80% of the teams that they've played so far under 100 points per game. You know, all of this, the whole starting five is averaging double figures. Their bench is looking really good. Uh, Marquis Spates, you know, former Warrior, he's helping their bench out a lot. You know, Paul Pierce is in his final year. He's not really doing anything, but I'm pretty sure that he's there mentally for a lot of the teammates there. And, you know, they've been doing good so far. So that's one of my... um. Uh, surprise hot teams this year in the NBA. Moving on to the next team, it's really not a surprise. I mean, you know, Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers, your man. LeBron. LeBron. That's my guy, LeBron man. He does, James. He does his job, man. He does his he job. Does what he's supposed to do, and he's underrated. Stop yeah. hating on him, Yeah, he's man. a diva, though, He's a great man. dude. He is a great dude. He I can't lie. He's great. Yeah, you, you, he's somebody that you would want your kids to look up to and patent their game after. 
when he's gone, people gonna realize he was a great. One of the best to do it. I'm telling nah, he, you. He is. Howard, he's the best to do it. Nah, he is. He is. I can't I can't I can't take that away from him. As much as I kill him, I can't take that away from Braun. He's he's a great talent. He's a talent that we've never seen before. And you know, right now he's basically coasting, man. The Cavs are winning. He handed the torch to Kyrie. Kyrie's out there skating on ice, you know, making it look easy. Top three handles in the league. Top three, I'd say number one. He Who's is number, number one. Woo! Yeah. He's number one. Yeah, he's number one. That boy is out there skating on ice. You know what I mean? Ice capades. <laughs> you know what I mean? He handled that ball like it's a yo-yo, you know? Yeah, but back to LeBron, man. He's damn near averaging a triple-double, and I think that one of the big things that's motivating them this season is to uh, average a triple-double this year. You know what I mean? He has the championship rings now. It's something else that got to keep him with the desire to play, and I think that he's really aiming for averaging a triple-double this season. So far, his season numbers is 23 points a game, eight rebounds, and nine assists. I'm pretty sure that he's going to turn it up, you know, towards middle of the season and towards the stretch heading into the playoffs, and I think that he's going to be one of the first players, if not the only player this year outside of James Harden, that's going to probably average a triple-double because Harden is there definitely. as well. Yeah, James Harden is out here torching definitely, cats. Definitely you know what I mean? Is. He out here looking good. Mike D'Antoni got him looking good. He's playing defense. But, you know, nevertheless, let's stick back. Let's stick with the subject. The next team is the Warriors. They come in with an 11-2 clip. You know? They're looking very good uh, out there. They look good. They look very good. They look good. They definitely shoot a lot of jump shots. They're kind of soft in the middle, but... When you got KD, you got Steph, you got Draymond, you know. Draymond is that heart. Yeah, Draymond is definitely the heart of that team, man. You know what I mean? What do you think about Steph Curry, man? Like, what's your opinion on Steph Curry? Steph Curry, is a, he's, he's an excellent player. He's an excellent shooter. But when he's not on, he looks bad. That's just my opinion. I think he looks bad when he's not on. Exactly. But he makes that team, too. Exactly. He's, he's, a, he's such a, he's such a three-point threat uh-huh. that... You never know who. You never know if he's gonna make the three. Yeah. He's gonna fake it. Yeah. He's gonna pass it off. You don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, my thing with Curry and out and and I, I did a comparison the other day with him and Kemba Walker, and people was looking at me like I'm crazy, but um, Steph Curry to me, and a lot of people have gone on record and said this is that outside of scoring, if he's not scoring, he's doing nothing else to affect the game. He's 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 a non-factor out there. No, that's he's, the truth. He's definitely a non-factor. Like he doesn't really turn it up on the defensive end. You know he's, what I mean? He's, he's small. Yeah, he's a small he's a guy. Small guard. He's a small guard. And outside of scoring, he does nothing else for the game. Whereas Kemba Walker, he plays defense. He scores the ball. He's carrying a a, a much weaker Charlotte Hornet team. And I was saying, I just was being hypothetical. Like, what if you switched? The players' positions, like you put Campbell on Golden State and you put uh, Steph Curry on the Hornets, would would the team still be performing the way that they are? No, they definitely won't. Who's that? Golden State or, or Charlotte? Both. Both they teams, won't. right? They won't at all. Yeah, I, the I, fact is, he bring he brings excitement to the game, Steph Curry. Yeah. Something that we never seen ever. Yeah. yeah. His his three point shot is. Ratchet Reggie man Miller, Jack. Better. Yeah. Ratchet you know man I mean? Jack for sure. Kimball Walker. He's an inside player. Yeah. He's going straight to the basket. He, yeah. still, he still needs to work on his jump shot. Yeah. His mid-range game is decent. Yeah. 
His handle is stupid. Yeah, his handle is stupid, but he's not a better player than Steph Curry. Yeah, he's not a better player than Steph. He's Steph not, Curry not yet. Has, Steph Curry has a better mental game than Kimber Walker. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. I could dig it. I could dig it. But right now, the Warriors are definitely 11 and 2. You know, you know, they're definitely all offense this year. Their defense is taking a step back. You know, um, you know, I mean, what do you expect, man? They got four all-stars on one team. You know, right now they're flying under the radar. You know, there is a rumor though that, you know, they may move Klay Thompson. I don't know how true it is, but let's see. You know what I mean? Somebody has to go. They're not gonna be able to keep all of them. And somebody's going to end up going. And I think that, you know, when it's all said and done, Klay Thompson may be the one that's moved. You know, my my final team on the um, hottest team list slash surprises is the Atlanta Hawks. You know what I mean? Mike Howard. I mean, Dwight Howard. Yeah, he might grab a rebound. He might block a shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? He might play a game. Yeah. You know, they, they're actually playing good. I mean, they took an L today to my Knicks. You know what I mean? Knicks Nation. You know what I mean? <laughs> They, Knicks you know, the, bums, the, the, the Knicks are not bums, they man. Bums, you know what man. I mean? Y'all need to just stop disrespecting my squad. Get rid of Melo, man. Nah, get you a Melo hater too? Why do you want to get rid of Melo? Let me hear why would you want to get rid of Melo? Melo stays in the same spot the whole game. Either he's going to give you, he's going to um, jab, hit you with a jab, back, fake, <laughs> and shoot it. That's it. Yeah, man. I don't, yeah. I don't know what happened to my yeah. man game. Yeah, I, I got understand don't know what happened to him, man. Melo's playing defense this year. I I, I must he admit. He always plays defense sometimes. You know what I mean? yeah. But he gives up, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. You're supposed to be a superstar player, and you're giving up. Yeah, yeah. What, what's going on? Hey, he's not man. showing the heart of a champion. Nah, he's not, because he's not a champion yet. But, but this is probably the best team that he's ever played on, the most talent that he's had around him in years. I mean, it's an adjustment period, man, because right now it looks like, you know, Porzingis is stepping into his own, and, you know, Melo finally got some help. You know what I mean? But he does. There's no excuse now. Nah, it's no excuse. There's no excuse now. No I don't excuse. hear nothing from Melo. That's a fact. That's a fact. He do hang around that three-point line a little bit too much, and he danced with the rock Sometimes he much. needs to get in the post, man. Yeah, he needs to get in the post a little bit he, more. He's I good must, in the post. I must say that. He must. He must do that, man. But the Hawks, man, back to them, man, they actually – Starting off good, they started off with a nine and four uh, start. You know, today they got they got washed up in New York, but before that they handed Cleveland their first loss of the season. And like I said, Dwight Howard is definitely fitting in well. Him and Paul Millsap, you know, they're both doing their numbers in Atlanta. You know, Dennis Schroeder stepping into that starting point guard role, like it, like he like you know who's Jeff Teague? You know, remember he took over for Jeff Teague because yeah. Jeff Teague is in Indianapolis now. And um, Al Horford is on the Celtics. So the, the the Hawks are definitely a surprise team for me. I don't know how long they're going to keep it up. But, you know, right now they're one of the hottest teams in the league, and you can't you can't deny them for that. They'll be about third or fourth place. Yeah, they'll probably be about third or fourth place, somewhere around there. Worst case scenario, I see them no less than a five seed in the East. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, they play in that same division as the uh, Cavaliers and um, – I don't think that anything is going to really work out for them in their favor. But um, moving along, we're going to switch gears and go to football. You know, I'm a big football fan. I'm a giant fan, by the way. You know, we just washed we just washed uh, the Chicago Bears up. You know, our record is up now. We're 7-3. Seven and, seven and three. You know, Dallas, they look like they're handling their business right now. 
uh, they, they, they've increased their record to 9-1. and one. And that's pretty impressive for the Cowboys. You know what I mean? They got two rookies. You know, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, you, yeah, you know you kind of look like Ezekiel Elliott, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> got you. Got you. Come on, man. <laughs> that was a good cool one, it's the, yeah, y'all about the same height, kid. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's got muscles everywhere. You know what I mean? It's the curls, though, baby. It's the curls. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but they definitely doing their numbers, man. And those are two rookies that's coming in and, and holding it down. You know what I mean? Tony Romo, you know, he needs to fall back. And I'm glad that he came out and said what he had to say. He had to humble himself. Because Jerry Jones was definitely sounding like he was ready to lose his mind and put him back in the starting lineup after, you know, Dak Prescott carried this team this far. You know, that would have been dead wrong. And if, if they do ever make that change, I hope that Dak Prescott, when his time is up, leaves the Dallas Cowboys because that's no form of loyalty, man. To move him now is is, is the ultimate slap in the face. He brought your, he brought your organization back to prominence and you guys have been lacking that for many years. So sit back, enjoy the ride, Jerry Jones, because those two rookies got your team lit right now. That's how y'all say, litty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next up on the list, my man, OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., and the touchdown dance. He got a lot of haters, man. Twinkle toes. Twinkle toes. breaking my heart. That's my god, though, man, but he's twinkle toes himself, man. Dance fever all night, man. But that's just him, man. I guess that's the young generation, man. <laughs> Twinkle toes, yo. Listen, man, everybody's on Odell Beckham Jr., man, because he plays with passion, man. You want to play that place passionate, man. And he's not afraid. You know what I'm saying? He's out there laying the water on dudes' paws. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He catches the ball. He's not shying away from getting hit. He's not afraid of a challenge. I mean, hey, man, the head and shoulders thing, you know, the, the, the hair, whatever. His whole makeup is just, you know what I mean, what this new generation is all about. But, um... People need to leave that man alone, man. Let him do him, man. He's playing passionate. We've never seen a wide receiver his size doing what he's doing right now. And people need to just respect that. You know what I mean? Stop worrying about him hugging nets or the net strikes back and him doing moonwalks or the thriller dance yeah. in the back of the end zone. He's playing with passion. And the reason why football is losing some of his viewers is because people don't want these players to play with passion, man. Yeah, they're taking the passion out the game. Yeah, you played sports. It's, it's, if you're not passionate about it, you're not playing hard. Yeah. If you're playing hard, you're going to you're gonna want to win, and you're going to be passionate about winning, man. And I think a lot of people lose sight of that, and they, they seem to target these players for playing with their heart on their sleeves. They go yeah. out there every day and risk their freedom and their health. You know what I'm saying? They're risking their health. Every, every play, they can be a... A major, major accident where they could tear their knee up, break their arms, and they can never play football again. So yeah. let them enjoy themselves, man. Look, it's, it's about passion, man. They and want, right they, now, the league yeah. wants, wants the players to be robots. Yeah, they're not, not robots. Yeah, man. You gotta have personality. That yeah. sales. Yeah, man. That's that's what that's, that's what gets what, people. That's what watching. the game is about. That's man. a fact. That's a fact, man. And people need to just let these kids be them and let them do them. You know what I mean? Next up on the list, we're going to switch paces up, man, to, you know, uh, Donald Trump, man, our president-elect. You know what I mean? What's your take on that, man? Like, what you think about this whole Donald Trump as president thing? We're going to have to 
have a crazy four years. No, crazy so, four years? Uh, man, I mean... I can't predict what's going to happen. Everything nah. was already written at the end of the day. Yeah. But it's going to be a crazy four years, and people are going to really see the change, especially mm. people in poverty. That's a fact. You know what I mean? That's a fact. The rich, they're going to benefit from this. He's a businessman at the end of the day. They're going to benefit. Yeah. But as far as the whole world, the whole world is not rich. So nah, that's a we fact. We need to keep our eyes open and stay woke. That's a fact. You know what I mean? That's a fact. Because, you know, um, Donald Trump is definitely part of that 1% class, man. But a lot of people are out here protesting every day. You know, you got a lot of young kids in the streets yeah. protesting every day for something that, you know, quite frankly, they can't change. Exactly. You know, the people have spoken. The country has spoken. I mean, we may not be happy with it, but that's the current system. Exactly. That's the electoral system that they structured for presidential elections. Yeah. Now, every election isn't that way. Every election doesn't have to do with electoral college votes, and people run under this assumption that your vote doesn't count. But, yes, your vote does count locally. Exactly. You know what I mean? Those local politicians that ride by in those Cadillacs while we out on the corners doing this, that, and the third... In and we not, you know what I'm saying, in front of the corner store, not paying them no mind. Those are the ones that directly affect us every day, and those are exactly. the ones that you need to pay attention to if you want to better your community. You know what I mean? And most people don't even know about you know, that. No, most people don't know about you it, gotta, man. You gotta do your research yeah. and understand the game. That's a fact. You, you gotta, gotta understand this game of life, man. That's a fact. You gotta understand what's going on, man. Some old timer once told me, man, if you're not at the dinner table, you're on the menu. Exactly. So you better come to the dinner table. Don't be on the menu. When you're on the menu, you're fooled. It's, not, you're looking fool. good, it's not looking too good for you. You know what I mean? But we're not going to get too political, man. But I just want to tell everybody out there that's listening, man, to hold your head. You know what I mean? Keep living your life. I mean, we survived through a lot. You know what I mean? We're going to survive these next four years. You know what I mean? But definitely start holding those local people, your local elected officials, more accountable for what directly affects your life and your family's life on a daily basis. Moving on to the next topic, Floyd Mayweather, Money Mayweather, the money team, and 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 Conor McGregor. I don't really watch UFC. I don't know that guy. Uh, Mayweather's just so in love with the money, man. What you what, what you think? So in love with the, the money. Um, what you mean? Why are we fighting the UFC fight? Nah, man? I don't think that. Are they gonna fight? Nah, Allegedly. no, they're not gonna fight. I hope they don't. Nah, I don't think they're gonna fight. I hope they don't. What I think is going on is Conor McGregor is starving. He's trying to get into that spotlight and try to get a payday, like everybody. Definitely. They know that Mayweather. Like nobody's coming to see Conor McGregor if they were to ever fight. People are coming to see Floyd Mayweather lose. You know what I mean? They're not coming to see Conor McGregor. If they and, do the boxing in UFC, uh-huh. this is really wrestling, man. It's WWE, yeah. WWF. They yeah. need to cut it out. Yeah, man. They need to cut it out. Like Floyd said, man, I'm an elephant, man. You don't compare ants to elephants, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't. For real. And, and you know, Conor McGregor reportedly wants $100 million to, to box Floyd. That goes to show you right there. Like, he's asking for $100 million. He's never received $100 million ever to fight in UFC. So why will Floyd do you a favor to wash you up so that you can get $100 million? Like, nah, it doesn't work that way, man. These guys are starving. That's just like Ronda Rousey yeah. talking crazy the about bum. Floyd and got washed got by Halle Hope. Washed up. Watch out for the left. You know what I mean? For real, man. These people are crazy, man. But I don't think Floyd needs to pay any attention to him. 
I do think that Floyd needs to come back and fight one more time to break the record. You know what I mean? He's undefeated. I want him to break Rocky Marciano's record. You know what I mean? He's at 49 and 0 right now. Make it an even 50, Floyd. So who I, do you think he should fight? Who who should he fight? I think that Floyd should probably come out, man, and and I don't think that him and Ward would ever fight. I think that that would be a great fight. I don't. I think they got too much respect for one another. But um, I think Floyd should just you know go out on a limb and come out and fight his boy Broner. No. You know what I mean, AB. Okay, my opinion. Uh huh. Whoever fights out of the Keith Thurman and uh, Danny Garcia fight. Yeah. The one out of that fight, uh-huh. he should take. Yeah. Because those I, are the next runners up in that yeah, welterweight division. That is There's true. There's nobody else. Adrian Broner yeah. is at the bottom. Yeah, that's true. He's nowhere near. He's yeah. not even next to Sean Porter. That's true. You know what I mean? That's so true. He doesn't need he needs to get his weight back yeah. up. Adrian Broner don't need to fight anybody right now. And the he only needs reason, to get his life together right now. That's a fact. The only reason why I said A B was for the entertainment aspect, but you're right. If we're talking about, you know, the contenders, yeah, he's he needs those to fight only, those, those guys. Those are the only yeah. two contenders. Yeah. He, He's not gonna fight Canelo again because Canelo's smoking. He's smoking hot right now. Yeah, yeah. So the only people Mayweather <laughs> make some money off of, honestly, uh-huh. would be Pacquiao uh-huh. and Canelo. Canelo. Those are the only two fights, yeah, but he fought those fact. two already, so yeah, it makes no sense Conor to fight them. That's a fact. I don't so, think he's gonna do that. I don't think he's coming back out. It's too much of a risk. He want to get that fifty easy. And if he fights Danny Garcia based off the ranking system and who's up next, him or Keith Thurman, I don't see any of them beating him. Like, it won't even be a good fight. Floyd is so technical, man. Like, that guy is just a different breed when it comes to the boxing game, man. It's like, he 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 studies you, man. That first, second, third round, once he figures you out, he goes to work. It's like kind of like what Ward did to Kovalov last yeah. night. He had to get dropped. But once he got up, he was like, yo, I'm not getting dropped no more. And it's corner, man was really helping him. Like, yeah. yo, the real inspirational dude. Like, that must be his pops or something, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. His, his, his backstory is crazy, though. Yeah? Well, his backstory is crazy. Yeah, enlighten the people. Well, his father... Well, you know, he's, he's a biracial kid. His father's white, his mother's black. Facts. His mother was on drugs. His father was on drugs. His father took him over to take care of him. Uh-huh. And probably maybe around 9 or 10, uh-huh. it was him and his brother. Uh-huh. His father had to go to rehab. Wow. So, um... What's his name, man? Their trainer. What's his um, name again? Which one? Which one? For Andre Ward. What's Andre Ward's Andre Ward's name? trainer. I'm not sure. I don't oh, know his man. name. I don't know his Virgil name. Virgil Honda. Virgil Honda. Okay. So yep. um, he took him in, took him and his brother in, uh-huh. and just trained them all throughout their life and took them over. Wow. Wow. And then he just started, he started popping from there. Yeah, because you've seen it, man, when he was talking to him. Like, yo, we got to get these next three rounds, right? Yeah. We got it. And you've seen him look up at him like, yo. I got you. And, like, he came back out yeah, and went to work. Yeah, he definitely did. One yeah. thing I didn't like about the commentator about that fight. Oh, yeah. They had to say his mother wasn't there. Who oh, says yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. You wouldn't say that for Facts. no other ethnicity. Yeah. Come on, Word. man. Y'all, yeah. It's getting blatant, Yeah, man. they getting blatant with it. You I'm know like, what I mean? They kind of wanted, well, I ain't going to say Max Kellerman wanted them to lose last he night. He definitely did. But the other guy, man, he definitely wanted them to lose, man. He was definitely negative the whole fight. And it's like they just don't like seeing young brothers, man, no. strive, man. They, you know, I hate to really bring don't. it, a, I hate to turn it to that note, but facts are facts. You know what I mean? Everybody may not agree with that decision last night, but hey, the judges decided. Exactly. We know how boxing got a different system. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it can get very political at times, but you can't sit there and say that Andre Ward didn't show the heart of a lion last night. 
by coming back after getting dropped. Most people would have just hung it up after they got dropped for the first time in their career. You know yeah. what I mean? He that, came throws, like, that throws the whole fight off. Facts. Especially in the beginning. That's a fact. That's he a fact. true heart. That's a, a fact. Champion, man. That's definitely a fact, man. You know what I mean? But it was a great fight. Hopefully they fight again. You know, that'll be a, that 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 would get a lot of boxing fans back involved. Cause I know a lot of people probably didn't order the fight yesterday. I know the previous weekend uh, with the Pacquiao fight, hardly anybody ordered that fight. You know what I mean? It was it wasn't it wasn't too entertaining. No, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. But moving on, next next topic on the agenda. I did a producer poll the other day, man, and um, I kind of I kind of placed two legends against each other, and I was kind of <laughs> surprised at the results. I can't even lie. You know, I, I definitely put a little poll out there to see who was the better producer, who made better hits out of, out of Pete Rock and DJ Premier. And surprisingly, man, Premier won hands down. I was really shocked with the results from that. What do you think about that? Like Premier can take a good artist uh-huh. and make them great. Uh-huh. You, you you ever heard the last couple songs, the last few years, the artists he's been taking? Nah, made him not sound really. Great? Not really. I know that he was working with my homegirl, Dynasty, you know, D-D-Y, down in uh, Florida, and she's definitely one of those rare breed of female MCs that really got skills. But as far as um, other artists, nah, I don't know who he was working with. What was some of the artists he was working with? Action Bronson. Action Bronson. Abso. Abso. I think he got something with Davies. Did? Um, who else he got? Um, he's definitely been busy. He does it with a lot of people and make them sound like, God damn. Yeah, he shit. He got a signature sound. Yeah, he got a signature sound. Yeah, he got a signature sound, but it doesn't change to me. It's like his sound, it, his sound doesn't change. You always know Premier Beat. P Rock, on the other hand, man, he got his 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 album collect his 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 Austin is so crazy. It's like he can go from the world is yours to um uh what's the joint with Jay and Kanye on the um the um Watch the Throne album. You know what I mean? He got so many different gears. You're right. And he has so many hits under his belt. I was really surprised that a lot of people their response was it's like, yo, we don't know what he's done. But Because they're looking at it on the underground hip hop. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's, that's true. how they're looking at it. That's true too. They not true. they don't know the hit song. The hit song. Oh, Pete Rock made that. Yeah, exactly. They not they not understanding. They yeah. not even looking in the credits like, oh, yeah. he made that. Beat. Yeah, they don't do that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Because the Chocolate Boy Wonder got a lot of hits under his belt, man. He got a lot of classics under his belt, and he has a lot of albums that he's produced where he had a lot of different artists on it. Like, if you get a chance, man, you know, check it out. You know what I mean? But what do you think about the artists of today, man? Like, you know, right now, Young M.A. is holding New York down. No, she's... To she, me, I think she's decent. She's decent? She, but you can't even compare it to older women rappers. She's she's not better than none of them. Really? That's just my opinion. I think she got that one-hit song, that ooh, but... <laughs> It's, it's for the kids, man. It's not it for it's not for a grown adult. That's You're not fact. gonna play that that's three years from now. Yeah, nah, you know that's I mean? a fact. None that's of that's stuff. the music that's gonna last. You want timeless music. Yeah. Or at least everybody it's getting bad out here. Yeah, it is it's getting really bad. Getting bad. Out here. I ain't gonna it's not lie. that many New York artists. The next new New York artist is I like Dave I East, see his Dave East. Yeah, I like Dave East. Dave East, he still needs that 
he's missing something. He's missing something. And he's just missing something. Yeah. He's missing something. He's good. What you thought about that last album though? No, that was a good album. That, yeah. was, that was well put together. Yeah. Now his concepts are, yeah. are getting together. Now he's starting to understand him how he can play in each lane. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it he's sound, good. It's definitely sound like Nas was a heavy influence on some of those songs. What was that? Yeah. That don't don't shoot song. Yeah, it? don't shoot when he changed the voice yeah, up. Yeah, now yeah. he's learning yeah. little new elements yeah, to his games. Yeah. Storytelling with the song Keisha. That's a he's fact. Getting better. Yeah, Keisha was hard too. He's getting, but he's getting real, real better. Yeah, he's definitely getting up there. He's nice, man. He's nice, man. It's a breath of fresh air for New York, man. You know, I, I miss guys like Joel Ortiz. I miss guys like Joe Buttons. You know what I mean? I miss those type of rappers. My man Ghostface. He hasn't put out nothing in a while, man. You know what I mean? But. You know, it sounds like New York is, start, is starting to get their act together, man. It's going to be a lot more artists coming out sooner than later because the game is hurting right now. Right now, the hip-hop game lives in Chicago and it lives down south. Yeah. And that's a fact. Atlanta. In Atlanta, for sure. I mean, oh, I mean, you know what? What? We missing Cali. Cali, too. Cali got it, too. Yeah, Cali, Cali got it, Cali, too. Cali, they got their own lane. Yeah. Mostly Kendrick. everybody's independent. Facts. They're doing real good. That's man. a fact. They're doing real good putting out good soap music. That's a fact. The Kendrick. last mixtape that was good just came out just now was Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, Nipsey. He yeah, did good, yeah, he did good. yeah. And he's doing a lot of community work. People looking by. They're not nah. even. They're not even understanding that. And that's our he's job. Into his community. That's our job. That's you know our I mean? job. That's a great thing. Yeah, we need to put that out there. Explain more to the people, man. Like what he's doing. Well, from Instagram, I seen him um, meeting with councilmen. He's trying to buy the block. I know he owns a fat burger. Wow. He's, he's doing real big things, man. Yeah, nah, that's dope, He's trying man. to buy up his community. That's dope, And that, man. that's what we should be doing as blacks. Yep, and he was one of the people that came out when um, Game and um, and, um, and, and Meek, Meek was beefing. Yeah. He's like, yo, it ain't going to be no more black killings. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly, sounding like an adult. That's, that's how a fact. To sound. That's like a fact. A that's a fact, and I respect Nipsey for that. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people don't do that, man. You got a lot of these... Young cats coming out sounding real ignorant, like Lil Yachty. I don't even terrible, know. Man. I don't even know where this guy came from. He's terrible. He's he's only what nineteen, but he's a bozo. You know what I mean? And he said something the other day that kind of pissed me off. He called Big overrated. He probably never even listened to a notorious Big song. But, but what gotta, can you expect? You gotta understand, man. What? <laughs> These kids was born before Raheem died, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. Raheem and Juice died already. They, they don't even know about that. Man, like, what you, come on, man. It's getting bad, man. It's getting bad out here, man. It's definitely getting bad out here, man. The game is, is going somewhere else, man. We trying to be the saviors of this stuff, man. We trying to bring it back to where it's some sort of form of respectability, man. We try to bring you that classic good old barbershop talk music talk, sports talk. That's what our platform is based on. You know what I mean? So on that note, we're going to wrap up this this episode of Bars and Hoops. Again, Steals the Great. My man, Peace Guard, to the left, to the right of me. Peace, y'all. Peace, peace, peace. Remember, life is all about love and hate. Make sure that you always have the love outweighing the hate. Definitely. And everything else will be straight. You heard, baby? One love. Peace, y'all. Peace. <laughs>